0: are locked on wildcats your daily podcast on the arizona wildcats part of the locked on podcast network your team every day happy friday everyone thanks for keeping a locked on wildcats The one thing that you all should know about the Locked On Network, though, is it's not about one person here. It is a bigger entity. And you know what? New sponsors all the time, not because of me, but because of others. And this new sponsor, Stat Hero, is absolutely what we're talking about. Did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is that really surprising? The game is rigged against you. That's why you need to bring in stat hero to your side. And you know what? If you have stat hero John Schuster, you're gonna be okay. And let's be honest for a moment, okay? The only chance you
1: have if you're in a fantasy league with Mike Luke is stat hero. Is stat Hero, yeah. stat hero is Mike made Luke. To Mike Luke is one of the fifteen percent. Stat Hero is made to combat the Mike Luke's of the world. Uh, so You've heard of in your fantasy league the one where you're trying to go head-to-head with Mike Luke, and you lose time after time after time. You just can't
0: break through. You think you're close, but you got him this year, but you just can't break through. Now you've got a chance with Stat Hero. Stat Hero changed the game entirely, and you know what else changed the game entirely? The Phoenix Suns' postseason performance this year. Now, we're going to talk a lot about DeAndre Ayton. The one thing, though, that I do want to uh, say first and foremost if you weren't a Phoenix Suns fan before this, stay away. There, I, I didn't really <laughs> feel this before. Now, listen, you might be rooting for Aiden. If you're rooting for Aiden and the Suns, uh. cool. Totally get it. But I know in my life probably about seven or eight Phoenix Suns fans that I have talked with about the Phoenix Suns over the last seven, eight years. John Schuster, Phoenix Suns fan.
1: May I, m- 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 may Brad I play cr- Uh
0: huh. Yes. Phoenix Suns okay. fan.
1: Johnny High, Walter Davis, Charlie right. Scott, Paul Westfall, the Van Arsdales, Alvin Adams, right. Jeff Cook, Bayard Forrest, uh, Johnny High, who's now dead, Mike Niles,
0: who was arrested for now murder. Now you're just being condescending. Sorry, I don't but, want to uh, do that. Yes, wouldn't fe- want to do that. Yes, no, 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 exactly. Phoenix Suns, but with the Phoenix Suns, you know, if, if I didn't know you as a Phoenix Suns fan, mm-hmm. stay away. It's kind of like with the Cardinals fans that in 2008... Everybody or two thousand nine, everyone's wearing their Kurt Warner, their freshly minted Kurt Warner jersey. <laughs> well, Mike Luke still has his Eric Swan jersey. That being said, now that's that impressive we, work. Now, now that you've we, been there through the long haul, now that we can get off of our high horse uh-huh. and now talk a little bit of Phoenix Suns. What's you want to hear about my Cardinal fan fandom? What's that? Mel
1: Gray, Terry Medcalf, Jim. Oh, that's way back to St. Louis Cardinal yeah, era but when, you're when a they're St.
0: Louis they, So they
1: sucked there most yeah, of the time too. It's nice to see the Cardinals having uphill. Oh, by the way, for the Suns, are
0: the Suns the only team in the NBA who are allowed to play defense in the playoffs no joke man and let's talk about where that kind of starts with um we uh when when deandre Ayton signed with the university of arizona the sean miller said something that i think some people thought might have been a little bit out a little bit out of hand but when i after watching who he was talking about i figured it out really quickly when he said that the University of nobody, the University of Arizona has never seen anybody like DeAndre Ayton, and you and I were talking a little bit before the series because, without getting into politics, you're boycotting the NBA for a good percentage of it. I am not boycotting the NBA for so you could probably figure out you know which side both of us are probably on to a certain extent. But you did break down and you watched a little bit of Phoenix Suns this past. And I think a little bit of what I was talking about, though, with Aiden, when you said Aiden just controlled the paint. Aiden controlled the paint defensively against a guy, Nikola Jokic, who's going to be winning the MVP this year. And I think that is what Arizona fans saw, though, or at least you were wondering why isn't he better defensively because this is a man at seven foot that absolutely takes a back seat to absolutely nobody in the world at that size from a physicality, skill, and strength perspective, Schuster.
1: Yeah, it, uh, and, and you can understand that it's... Uh, it's one of those things, though, where you know you're already too good for the level that you're playing, but you kind of have to play it mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason. Maybe you were making a bigger paycheck down here than you were up with the Suns, but that's another thing entirely. Um, uh, but
0: but just no, to nevertheless, back real it's, quick it's, before I give you that, yes. it's also a little bit uh, different, though, when you got the six-five white guy kneeing you <clears> in the <throat> back from that's Washington fair. State, yes. where you're probably
1: uh, just a little annoyed, but a little ahead. annoyed and also bored. Yes, he looks yes. boy. I think, and you've talked about this, and, you know, Justin. Aside, you've 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 talked a lot about the DeAndre Ayton boredom factor at Arizona, and those were elements that uh, certainly came to play. And uh, it has been interesting to see him. Maybe the NBA. Maybe he's just better suited for the NBA. Better suited for playing on a regular basis. And and accepting what he's expected to be on both ends of the floor. It may not be particularly flashy. You know, you want your number one pick to be, you know, a franchise-type player for Dallas or Jordan or whatever the ultimate case is. But, you know, here you've got a number one player who seems to be playing within his skill set. And, you know, the Suns, as a result, that's part of the picture with the Suns. The Suns have also done a really nice job putting together structuring a really good team mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of different uh, spots so Aiton, Aiton is very helpful for them but he's not the only thing they have. Clearly the Suns wouldn't be where they are without him but they don't necessarily need Ayton to be a 30 and 20 guy. They need Ayton to be a guy who controls the paint who helps you win games and gets deep you in playoffs. all the
0: time in basketball and I think this is why sometimes stat lines are a little bit deceiving. It. I've seen guys who can get you 18 points and 10 rebounds a game, and honestly, I think they're just kind of losers. Um, I also have seen guys that get you 18 and 10, and it looks entirely different. And Aiden, you worried a little bit early on, at least I did, that Aiden was just going to be kind of a stats guy, that his real impact was never going to be totally manifested out there. But now I think you're seeing him come – Kind of into his own or onto into his own. And like you just talked about, shoe, the thing with the Suns, the Suns kind of the Suns fit. You've got kind of the cagey older point guard and Chris Paul who. As a son or Suns fan, you're always worried a little about. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. But you've got you've got this you've got the shooter, you got the scorer, and Devin Booker on the wing. You got a bunch of wings that can defend, like you said. And honestly, and I don't want to uh, take a uh, text message um, from one of your friends, one of your good buddies out of it. But you know what? I'm going to throw it on here. Your guy John Mortage said this is kind of a likable group of guys.
1: Yeah, and they do, and and they seem to be that way. I think. If you look at it at Aiton specifically and and the Suns in a larger picture, they've clearly bought in. And there are two people responsible for that. It's Monty Williams and it's Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've enjoyed is in postgame scenarios, you listen to Chris Paul and he's never satisfied with what the Suns ultimately were accomplishing. Right. They were they were always, what, one or two? Right. They, 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 from a record standpoint, they were the number one or the number two team in the Western Conference for the entire year. They'd go on four or five-game win streaks and win a game by 25, and Paul would be upset that they gave up a nine-point run with about five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And you could tell, okay, here's a guy in Paul who wants to win a title, and he knows what it takes to win a title, and better yet, this group of 20-somethings, Booker, Aiton, Bridges, are listening to what it is that Paul says. And they're also listening by proxy to what it is that Monty Williams is saying. And that combination has worked very well and it has helped the Suns to gel.
0: And as a Suns fan though, and this is what's really difficult about this, don't you just wait, aren't you just... I've watched every single game But I haven't really bragged about it. Uh I haven't really said, you know, ha, 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 look at this. But Here's
1: the weirdest thing, if I might, Mike, uh about the NBA playoffs right now. Uh Okay, Every fan base of pretty much every team left is having the exact same conversations. If you're a Nets fan right now, the Nets are killing the Eastern Conference. You're looking at the Nets wondering when Harden's going to go down forever or when that next injury's going to happen because they're the Nets. Uh You're looking at... The Hawks mm-hmm. and your and, and the Hawks are off to a good start. They're playing very well in the Eastern Conference. Looks like they're about to be a serious team. Trey Young's there, filling it up for forty a game. By the game. way, what do you think
0: about his nickname? Have you heard this? I don't this? even know what his nickname is. The Ice Tray. Uh, that's just yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. You know, sorry. Sorry. I
1: think it's safe to say that's the uh, Mount. That's on the Mount Rushmore <laughs> of Trey <laughs> Young nicknames. Um, but if you're a Hawks fan. Same thing. You know that this is going to end. Something's going to work against you. It's just, you know it's too good to be true. Western Conference. Clippers. You know the, oh, what's going to happen to the Clippers? You're a jazz fan. What's going to happen to the jazz? Well, our guy Nate Rady (laughs) came in. (laughs) I
0: got you. I got, Nate came in today and uh, Nate came in wearing the, New Era, Utah Jazz oh, hat right there. Oh, he's there. got the hat. Is he's, it orange?
1: Is it blinding Moab orange? No, it's
0: absolutely not. It's not It's not an Ogden color either. <laughs> is it
1: not? Well, no, that's good.
0: But uh, no, Nate <laughs> came in, and I will say this. A Utah Jazz Phoenix Suns Western Conference Finals is something that I would love, but you know who doesn't want that? The NBA. That, and, that's, and that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. I mean, because, especially if
1: you look... if. If you the the way that the NBA has been it has been LeBron Golden State LeBron again and the, and and the NBA gets into this dynasty right. routine and people right. love dynasties and the NBA loves dynasties and the rest of it but now you're in a playoff series where you have at least four or five fan bases that aren't accustomed to being right. this deep into the playoffs mm-hmm. the Suns have gone what 12 years without being in the playoffs? Right. Something like that? Yes. And and you and I are both aware. I, th- I You may have mentioned this in a podcast or we mentioned this in another conversation. Where the Suns have gone through about three or four batches in their 53-year history. Where they have these three-year windows
0: of being a team that could have won the title. There's been about and, two or three of those windows for about three years. And whereas, then they drop off.
1: Right. And and so you're a fan of this. Like, oh, God, jeez, what's going to happen now? But you've got a new a group of fans who are into it on a team that's likable, and that's that should be a good thing for the league. It's certainly a good thing for their respective cities. This should The NBA should view this as good
0: because it's good for Phoenix, and it's good for Utah, and it's good for Atlanta, and it's good for New Jersey. And you know what? If the league doesn't get it, the good folks at betonline.ag do understand that. And you know what? They People at betonline.ag, they don't care if it's Utah. They don't care if it's the Phoenix Suns. They don't care if it's any team because, quite frankly, they're just about putting the best odds out there that you can get, the best prop bets. And you know what? If it is the Jazz and the Suns in the Western Conference Finals, we will be having Nate Rady on for an entire podcast. The three of us just nerding out about the Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats as always. This is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the. Uh, best way of combating the uh, the nerdy fantasy football guy that can basically come at you with an algorithm because it doesn't really matter because stat hero says oh yeah you got that we're stat hero and then they step on you check out stat hero when you get a chance all right let me ask you this shoe you mentioned the point about how the this was the first time that uh, I mean again you haven't been watching a ton of hoops and but you said, are the Phoenix Suns the only team allowed to play defense? Now, here's my question that we were getting that I wanted to run by you. Do you think basketball is better back, let's say, 25 years ago where you had guys that I think it's fair to say played harder, but you had a, a certainly a less talented player, like a Jeff Hornacek or a Hersey Hawkins, who were like the two guards that Jordan's going against in the finals? they're like 7th or 8th men right now. They just physically wouldn't be able to play today. Now, you might disagree with me, you'd be wrong, but I'm going to give you the platform in just a second. Or today, where everybody seems like a a world-plus athlete, but at times the effort's questionable. What is a better product from an NBA perspective? Or, forget the NBA perspective, a John Schuster perspective. You uh, had a
1: uh, very interesting podcast, and for folks who haven't, who May, maybe missed it for whatever reason I, it was a holiday week. Um, Mike's interview with Kevin O'Neill was really good and, and and you and O'Neill talked a lot about the NBA and I found myself kind of a kind of a kind of aligning to a lot of the things yes, uh, that he was saying in terms of of the league in general. are the players more talented now? of course. Part of the problem is I think to a large degree they're too talented <laughs> and, and and maybe the court is too small mm-hmm. and maybe Having a 10-foot basket just isn't large enough anymore. As I know, that's I know it's been mentioned before, but it's also kind of radical. Mm-hmm. Um, you go 11-foot, but, foot? but um, yeah, I'd, I'd, it's weird because then you've got to go 11-foot at junior high and high school and <laughs> right. college, and it's a right. big, right. it's a it's a very involved. It, it would be easy to enlarge in the court than it would be right. to deal with the dimensions of the basket. Right. But all of that aside. Part of the day-to-day product of the NBA that has irritated me is the is the analytics portion of the game, mm-hmm. the all-star game nature of it. Kevin O'Neill brought this up. Right. He brought it up in a different way. To me, watching a regular season NBA game is like watching an all-star game. Right. Nobody cares. They score 140 points. They have a lot of highlights for ESPN. Fantastic. Right. But... Nobody's also allowed to play defense. Everybody's Alex English. Everybody is. Everybody is just you can you, you can take You're, three Schuster's steps to get the to the matador middle. Movement, ma, ma, matador weird. movement all oh, the time right. from a defensive standpoint. Yes, I was not picking up your Alex English reference. I apologize for being on the West Coast feed, uh, but yes, it it's like they they ahead. and that was very good for the Nuggets. Uh, so 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 you have. You have people who now treat the interior of the three-point line uh, like it's molten lava, uh, which is an analytics thing. And you have what looks like an all-star mentality game in and game out in the regular season. So teams, you know, the losing team scores 140 points. On the surface, that sounds pretty cool when the nba was often a league where the winning team would score 82 right you know so it looks like they've had this thing swing the other way to try to have a lot more a lot more offense and open it up a little bit more but part of the problem with that i think is that basketball at the NBA level has been such a game of success that when you go down the court, it's not about who can stop somebody, but it's more like, well, I hope he misses the shot. Right. And whereas other sports, like like I don't know, you probably haven't. The NHL playoffs right now have been incredible. We've had 22 overtime games in the wow. NHL playoffs. It's nuts. And the NHL is a better playoff sport than basketball ever has been. Mm-hmm. And there are a variety of reasons that I could lay down that I won't bother you with in this podcast. Um, <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> I'll let your pal Leanne Lowe deal with that for you. Um, baseball is also... Uh, uh, so, so hockey hockey is a sport of failure, Baseball is a sport of failure. Basketball is a sport of success. And so I find myself kind of enjoying the sports where it's difficult to achieve what it is you're trying to get to because once you do, then the sweetness of that occurrence Uh, gets to itself where you you feel better about it as opposed to well you know I guess somebody scored 55 points in a game again and yeah that's an incredible athletic performance but it's also
0: going to happen two nights from now and nobody's playing defense anyway and you know who's not going to play defense anymore that's Mike Luke because I'm signing off for John Schuster on Mike Luke you've been listening to Locked On Wildcats and have a great weekend